Hello, I am Katrina Collier, and as part of my mission to inspire all the people that recruit people to treat people better, I bring you the Hiring Partner Perspective Unedited podcast. Here, you will hear from those hiring leaders who create true partnerships with recruiters, HR, and talent acquisition because they know that it delivers a better result for the business and a better human experience. May this podcast inspire other hiring leaders to create better partnerships with their recruiters and HR. And may it inspire recruiters to create true and valuable partnerships with their hiring leaders because people make businesses succeed and people matter. So let us begin. Bennett Song, welcome to the Hiring Partner Perspective Unedited Podcast, proudly supported by the people at WorkDrive, Attempt 2. Thank you for being the most patient guest. You're welcome. <laughs> we didn't just have a fantastic conversation, 10 minutes and lose it. No. <laughs> so Bennett, for people who don't actually know who you mm-hmm. are, which is horrific because they should, can you give us a bit of a background as to who you are and how you ended up in this recruitment malarkey, HR tech malarkey? Yeah, exactly. Marketing malarkey even. Mark- <laughs> a little bit of marketing, a little bit of HR technology. It's kind of the blend of both, right? It's, um, I've, you know, I would say I, I purposely got into marketing because I have this passion for understanding why people buy. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, and then I led myself into the human resources space, starting in yeah. um, 1993, working at J. Walter Thompson, not J. Walter Thompson, JWG Associates. Is that Always get they used to use like newspapers and stuff like that? Can you believe they read newspapers? And, fa- and let me just and say, fax. And, and fax machines. I had to fax, <laughs> fax my line ads in. <laughs> That's how great it was. Um, nonetheless, I started by like, trying to apply for a job, and there'd be like five words in the newspaper, and that was telling you everything about the company, and you'd apply. And, and you had to mail your resume in. <laughs> and then, and then, when I moved into went to move to Boston, yep. you know, technology kind of started to introduce itself, yep. and their websites were beginning to be built out, and so. Now we drove, we had ran these full page four color ads in the Boston Globe, driving people to a website. It was novice, <laughs> right? You didn't have yeah. to go and apply, you know, send it by mail anymore. You mm-hmm. just had to just look at a beautiful ad and, and apply online. And that was, um, yeah. you know, the, the, the beginning and the end of print. Um, and yeah. so, you know, as the print industry started to kind of dissipate and online began, began to become the norm, certainly the challenges of running an agency were presented mm-hmm. itself. Yeah. And, and thus kind of it allowed me to start to branch off and, and continue my passion for marketing um, yeah. and branding and really get myself introduced into what would be kind of where I see myself today over the past 18 years. And that is in the HR technology space. So starting off working yeah. at a benefits administration software company, selling on premise, like sell, <laughs> selling on premise software. Yes. Let's combine on-premise with benefits and you just imagine what marketing had to sell. Um, You know, it was a, it was a, but you know, it it really taught me some really great early lessons. It got me introduced to a company called Virtual Edge that became very well known in this space for introducing cloud-based applicant tracking um, back in the 2000s. When that happened. Exactly. And, and you know, 
the 2000s. And you know, interesting enough, that company actually started off as a virtual job interview product. Wow. Something that we're talking about right now. Yeah. Continuous, like this whole virtual career fair, as I said, wasn't that done in 2000? <laughs> it certainly that was done for me in 2000. So yeah. nonetheless. Um, that's, but- it's, that's quite extraordinary to think of that. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been working remotely for 11 years and it was, mm-hmm. it was hard 11 years ago. Oh, it, it sure wasn't it this was. ability to jump on a podcast or jump on a video chat or. No. Yeah. Wow, that was really early. Really and, early. and, you know, I, I think my, my days of working at Virtual Edge, which got acquired by ADP, yeah. I started, I introduced what we start to see now today as being almost the norm or the an extension of your applicant tracking system, but that's a CRM. I introduced that back in 2000. So it feels like it feels like snails pace growth <laughs> and maturity happening in technology world in yeah. HR technology sometimes. But nonetheless, you know what? As long as you know people are talking about it, that means mm. it's important. So, but nonetheless, you say that, but then at the same time, it's like look at the change in our careers actually yeah. as well because you know we're both yeah. similar age and that like you know just. Yeah. The internet changed the world and the technology is kind of catching up. It really did change the world, and not only for the HR space, but when you think about the buyer as a marketer, right? The dawn of the internet created what they call the zero moment of truth, right? Usually when there was a print ad or you saw a billboard ad, you immediately went to the store. So Mm -hmm. you had this direct one-to-one connection. Run an ad, got revenue. You can connect it to. Well, <laughs> now I I run an ad, and seven months later they said, "Oh yeah, I saw that ad seven months ago," and mm-hmm. I said, "You're just coming to me now?" Oh yeah, that's because I was doing all my research online. Absolutely, I was going, I was, I was texting my friends to ask Reading them about the it. Reviews. Reading the reviews and so finding (laughs) pricing and you know because I really don't want to waste anybody's time, including the vendors and solution Mm. providers out there. And so I'm going to wait. So there's this massive change in how people purchase anything, whether it's consumer or B two B software. Yeah, and it's the same in the hiring as well. Exactly, that's also changed the visibility. That visibility, not wanting to change jobs because they can see, you know, or wanting to because they can see what else is out there. It's Mm -hmm. exactly, isn't it? Exactly. So, so so it's fascinating. But where you are now, so. Yeah. What after ADP? How have you ended up at Humanly? What's so I, I'm I trans, I'm a passion person, passionate person for small business. I like to work yep. with companies that are just getting going because most of their challenge is building a brand. Yeah. Um, and finding those differentiators, right? I think mm-hmm. if you know there is one thing I would say and challenge HR tech marketers is that is really hone in and talking to the customer. You are the owner of everything customer driven. And yeah. thus you should be able to present the customer's voice in a way that's very different mm. from your nearest competitor. And that is big, for me, biggest frustration. I can look at and do research on all these websites. They all say the same thing, higher, smarter, higher, faster. Everybody's talking about the same issues of more efficiency, more efficiency, more efficiency. Nothing wrong with that. There was a time and place for that. But is are we really doing 
the head of TA or the recruiter looking for a solution any justice when we're not yeah. really helping them understand or connect with them at the root level of what mm-hmm. their pain point is? Because everything can hire, make you smarter, and a lot of things can make you faster. Yeah. But what is it that actually is the root of the pain point that you're experiencing? And yeah. and so is this the, something then you look for when you're recruiting marketers to work with you? Are you looking because obviously if there's a lot of vanilla out there. There is a lot of vanilla. And you're looking for <laughs> the chocolate sprinkles. I have no idea what I meant to say. Uh, vanilla chocolate, right. chocolate, rainbow sprinkles. <laughs> I'm in Seattle. It's Pride Month. No Come idea. On. <laughs> rainbow sprinkles. Right? Seriously. Um, you know, With the little gold and silver ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're obviously looking for that. So how do you find yeah. that if there's so much vanilla out there? You know, it's 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 a very challenging hiring marketing individuals that have a a very a different way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, you know, I t- I tend to um, lean in on early career talent, um, yeah. primarily because a lot of what I also want to align myself with is modern communication channels. Yeah. So, like when you think Are you about getting down with the kids. Getting down with the kids in terms of like, <laughs> you teach me about everything about text messaging, please. Teach me about social media because I don't know. I, what is this Snapchat? What is this TikTok? It's like, um, so as a marketer, I'm yeah. kind of, I'm, there's it, the pace, the pace of marketing change is so dynamic. It's so, yeah. it's so dynamic. It's so much aligns with what's happening in recruiting. I mean, recruiting, yeah. recruiting has changed. There's been a lot of in- incoming technologies. But you know what? There is one steady common factor. The hiring process has not changed. No. There is a lot of influ- <laughs> there's a lot of influ- influxes of new technologies, right? So yeah. that's why the other interesting dynamic is like, you know, when when social media came was became really prominent on Facebook. Oh, now we're doing social social recruiting. Yeah. Then when the mobile phone became really that dominant next near computer then we're doing mobile recruiting <laughs> now and now we're doing AI recruiting. But the reality is we're not really we're, we're it's just recruiting. It's at the yeah. end of the day, fundamentally is still recruiting. It the is. process is the process has maybe changed. Oh, so slightly, but the reality is, you know, there are um, thing, there's just newer technologies. It's the one thing I am always yeah. looking for in organization's ability to understand the dynamics of of what's happening in the market what influences mm-hmm. are coming about right i think you know you know so the notions of like these new changing workforces in terms of more flexibility mm-hmm. um that changes you know that change that actually has a massive impact you know this whole notion of your job your job being remote guess what our job board, there's no such thing, job boards that say post to every location because they charge by location sometimes. Yeah. Or your applicant okay, tracking I, system. I, I, I'm i not sure managers are ready to have remote teams, but that's another whole conversation. Oh, I mean, we I can have, you, let's talk about remote teams. No, I, no, <laughs> let's not, let's not, because I want to talk about, because, you know, I, I'm not very often swayed by technology, but you uh, showed me humanly mm-hmm. and uh, being a very good marketer as you are. Yeah. And you gave me a demo. Um, and I thought it was very cool because there is so much talk about our latest two-word buzzword, which is diversity recruiting, string them together. Sure. And um, 
I'm like, yeah, okay, so it's great. You can get the hiring managers and you can put them through a course and show them they've got mm-hmm. biases and nothing changes. But human yeah. is changing that, right? Yeah. yeah so you wanna, you're allowed, you've got five minutes, no, three minutes for a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> just, go her website, just go to our website. Just go to our website, <laughs> humanly.io. Um, sign up, please. No. Just, just sign up for a demo. No, just joking. Um, no but joke. let me, but really, I thought, at the heart of humanly is the candidate. Yep. We yep. are can- we're a candidate first approach to hiring, um, recruitment automation and intelligence, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, I think there's been again a shift. There's been a maturity in technology. Everybody has started off with their system of record, their applicant tracking system, awesome yep. for tracking. Everybody then got into this whole notion of data analytics. And now mm-hmm. people are at the stage of now looking at, you know, engagement, communication channels, mm-hmm. SMS versus, you know, social versus email versus all sorts of things that are coming about that allow you to communicate better, more timely, and in yep. the right channel to your candidate population. Well, Fast. what has come about is a realization that no one yet has been thinking about hiring the eight, thinking about hiring managers, true, <laughs> but also thinking about like what kind of communications do I send? Like, is it you know? I mean, right now, I just feel like we're you know the early stages of SMS was just like I'm just going to have a casual conversation with somebody, but there really isn't any purpose to the question. Like, why are you asking that question versus yeah. another question? So, how do you create structure and how do you understand? How do you figure out how to determine and predict success about mm-hmm. that singular question, right? And and also, it's important that it's it's a give and take. Right. This yeah. is just not about recruiters and every recruiters like, yeah. like texting candidates. It's about candidates then realizing, wow, I didn't know about that about my organization, that about your organization. Yeah. Or I didn't know that was what my day one was going to look like. I yeah. mean, we were, we're, we're helping one of the tool sits in the interview, right? And records mm-hmm. the interview. Yeah. So the bit I feel you're referring to is that because I know we did it. We recorded our conversation, didn't we, to For make sure. sure. And it actually yeah. showed, like, I actually managed to speak more. <laughs> People will be so shocked. Not. Um, and, <laughs> but it, was, it was actually fairly even and it was fairly positive and it ranks all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff, doesn't yeah. it, and the choice mm-hmm. of words. Choice of words. Because I think yeah. that's quite important, isn't it? So it sits in the interview. Yeah, so our our technology sits inside the interview. Yeah. Um, and, and, it's listen- and it's finally allowing everybody to understand how interviews are being conducted. So yeah. it's, it's yes, it's about the words that are being talked about or the questions that are being answered. Mm. But it's also listening for or understanding, well, how fast are you talking? Yeah. How much, what's the ratio of how much you listen versus how much you talk? Mm-hmm. You know, what are the things that candidates are saying, you know, have, are mentioning that are important to them? You know, as a marketer, this tool is is going to be my biggest ammunition for connecting with connecting with buyers in the context Mm -hmm. that I can now understand what's really important to them, and not only just important to but important to qualified candidates you can now listen to because these people are scheduled into interview. There's a reason why you brought them in for that next step of the process. So with the 
speed size because mm-hmm. obviously I, I talk really fast as do you. Ethel. So do I. Yeah, we go blah 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 blah. Um, <laughs> particularly when we've had a beverage. Um, because that again isn't. It's stopping companies being open to more diverse applicants, isn't it? If mm-hmm. the people are talking too fast, so it's. Yeah, I, I love mean, the fact it creates an awareness constantly for a hiring manager it, that they can sit and hear themselves back. And or in, actually, they don't even need to do that, do they? It shows the pattern. Mm-hmm. I'm trying yeah. to remember what I opened from. <laughs> <laughs> it no, but, me. Yeah, but it, I mean, it showed how fast I spoke and things like yeah. that. Yeah, and it's and it's really important. And so there are things that we obviously don't always know about the candidate, nor should we immediately need to know about the candidate. There's just some common great best practices. Like we yeah. should all be speaking less than 150 words a minute. That's all yeah. we our brain can cognitively synthesize, right? So right. so there are and. Uh, it's very obvious that we should be making sure that we're not using gender tri- bias triggered words, right? Just yeah. like we're trying to improve job descriptions and remove those triggered words. We yeah. also are beginning and also making sure that the end to end, I hate using that cliche, that entire life cycle of the candidate experience is also free from all of those gender triggered words that are sometimes, you know, introduced into conversations. And that's a whole other topic for us to talk about when it comes to, to specific language and language Mm. and word history of words. But it's also thinking, looking at, you know, what's, you know, things that are important, right? One of the things about fairness and inclusivity is about creating fair, is about creating consistency. So mm-hmm. as a recruiter, hiring manager who's doing the interview, mm-hmm. candidate A, I'm going to ask five questions. Candidate, you know, I go to candidate B and, you know, I ask maybe two of those five questions and I add three more questions. Yeah. And so, so when you think about, okay, now I'm going to, you know, I've gone through my entire slate of interviews and now I'm going to, you know, literally kind of um, do, you know, put them in a spreadsheet and compare everybody's answers. Well, yeah. if you're if you have yeah. if you're not asked the consistent questions, mm-hmm. how are you going to even be able to make judgments and decisions about who's best for this role for the team for the organization? Yeah. So, so it's listening also for what they call script adherence. It's not like you have to be you know you have to memorize a whole script. It's just like yeah. just making sure you you're bringing up the same topics for every candidate. So we were talking language. And so mm-hmm. you, you've referred to it as the, what was it? The black the box. The black of, box of yes, interviewing. Which actually yeah. you were caught out on. Do you want yeah. Because I yeah. find that I actually found this really eye-opening. So. Yeah. No, it's, a, it's, it's, it's probably my biggest and greatest learning mark, experience in marketing. Um, because ever? it's just hmm, ever. E- I think ever almost. Okay. I mean, it's the most enlightening because marketing is all about words. Yeah. Words really truly do matter and you know it's we're ingrained in talking or just you know talking in a way that you know is if for for most it's just it's just it's natural it's you know built upon where you've grown up and and such and so Mm. so you know i so i was i created the headline for the campaign unlock the interview black box yep um and you know and, and so then i routed that for feedback internally and then yeah i just heard what people were what would what did people how did people react and someone raised their hand to say have you considered thinking about how else you could phrase black box and i said 
okay, um, let me think about that. I literally, you know, went around and asked a bunch of my marketing friends. So what are your thoughts about this, the word black box? And then I started to do research around history of words. And I, you know, it's very prevalent in tech, especially interesting enough that there's a lot of language used. Think about it. Blacklisting. Yeah. Whitelisting for your URLs, right? I mm-hmm. want to be on the safe list, but you're calling it blacklisting oh, or whitelisting. You think about yeah. contracts, right? You're signing contracts. Well, I'm going to redline the contract. Well, redlining and referencing indigenous individuals. Now, everything needs to be used and mm-hmm. everything needs to be talked about in context, right? Yeah. In the If you're a software engineer, the way you organize databases, this is a little hard to dive hard to talk about, but it's a master-slave relationship. Right. But those are things that are ingrained in yeah. our company's language that we're talking about. And and so I started researching, and of course, I came across, you know, the, it, there's been a lot of conversations from Google to Intuit, all talking about re- obviously removing that because you know, as they're trying to build a more inclusive envi- workforce environment, yeah. and then obviously try to attract more representations from different groups, right? They have to be more very sem- empathetic and sensitive to the language that's being talked about and used in order for everybody to feel comfortable in that environment. Yeah. So there's actually there's a massive document that that Intuit published publicly mm-hmm. that yeah. speaks to all these specific words and their causes and their, and their roots in, in being racially discriminatory. And so, but it's, it's, but it's also in nature of context, right? So, you know, for the reference to black box, what they didn't want, what they're referencing black box itself, obviously Mm. is an aviation term. The black, the box is actually orange, but the notion of black box being mysterious, shady, dark right that and in the context and and these yeah. and and bad something bad yeah. happened right that is that is what there were so in context when you're trying to, when you're comparing it to something more positive that is what they're trying that is where the language the, the challenge comes from so it's all yeah. important to really understand yeah. kind of how it's being used and in the and in what context? Because you definitely, you know, when when you're looking at good versus bad, mm. black versus white, you know, it, the the tensions, in, the blood pressures rise very quickly. As I said to you before we came on, it immediately made me think when you shared that with me because I then saw a joke about black sheep of the family, which I totally mm. am, and it was like, oh, can I share that or not share that? Oh, and you know, and suddenly I'm digging mm-hmm. in. But I think that's why we need to tell these. We got to tell these stories. these stories. But also, I think it's like it's really interesting. You know, here you are. You've got this tool that can actually show stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, mean- just an in- interviewees, and actually, you know, did you get an opportunity? It wasn't fair. Actually, this will record that. But you're also as the marketer go, whoa, learning curve. Yeah, that's a learning curve. It's. It's okay to learn. It's just okay oh to be open, be vulnerable and learn. And, and, and that's the, also the big point of the new tool, right? So yeah. the new tool is is for company individuals. It's for organizations that truly value hmm. transparency, which builds trust, yep. 
growth, you know, not to use more lingo terms like growth mindset, but somebody who's just eager and wanting to learn. Buzzword bingo. Bingo. Yes, let's play that. Let's play that. How many words can we should have picked? We should, what we should have done before, we should have picked a word that I had to use in the conversation. That was like, anyways. But yeah, so that was, so the the tool itself um, is is intended to, to be, it's to, really start to take a look at what's happening in interviews. It's very yeah. great in helping individual recruiters just become better at what recruiting. Yeah. And it's and from an aggregate perspective, I think this is from when you when we talk about diversity hiring, right? I think yeah. there's there's been a lot of public press by large organizations yes. stating, I have all of these amazing things that we're going to do to improve our inclusivity, our equity, mm-hmm. and our diversity, right? But show me the proof. At the yeah. end of the day, how are you demo- how are you making how are you making progress? What are you doing? Because it's a big ask. People have built-in biases and it's like yeah. I, I love the fact that your tool can help them the, the re- repetition the repetition repetition and because what as, as otherwise i just i just don't see things changing you can no just, i mean and i think and i think like, the biggest you must have it yourself where you think something and you're like boy did i just think that and until you yeah. start being so conscious of it it's hard work to kind of go oh, oh, and i really it's just think that. Did i really just dismiss somebody on that basis and mm-hmm. it's yeah yeah so, and because the notion, the, of, oh, sorry. yeah, the notion is the the, the 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 notion is what you can't what you can't measure you can't change, right? Yeah. So when when there is this enigma in the interview process, which is my new word yeah. for the black box, um, I, I like that. <laughs> so it works. It has the same code. emotion. It has the same emotional appeal. We get it. Um, it's a puzzle. It's a puzzle, right? But the notion again is what you you know you to organizations in order to move that needle in changing probably the hardest thing and that's behavior. Mm. It's you need to have something that allows you to measure. And so yeah. with everybody also making massive investments in DEI training, right? Yeah. It's like okay, show me how your organization is now making progress towards exactly. towards improving what you've just learned. And this is yeah. a way to do it. So yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. So as you're growing and hiring, mm-hmm. yeah, at the moment, what what are the lessons you're learning while you're hiring? I hope you're using <laughs> your tool, obviously. But um, <laughs> do, you, do you have a favorite question you love to throw at marketers, which would help any recruiters listening to hire marketers better? <laughs> uh, it's, marketing is a, such a tough one because it is. It's kind of, so like remembering like, we're just, after the rainbow sprinkles. The rainbow sprinkles <laughs> that always helps. That always helps. <laughs> what kind of sprinkles? That's a question I ask right away. <laughs> You so don't. No, but like no, you just give me a new idea, though. No, I think it must be quite hard because I bet they have really polished CVs or resumes, as you like to call them, and mm-hmm. you know, fantastic profiles and they and and and, and, portf- and portfolios <laughs> and great portfolios and stories behind it. I think the hard for me, the hardest thing, and the and the thing I always will put a candidate through during the interview process specifically mm. is. You know, I usually give them some very small exercise because I'm yeah. just, what I'm trying to get at is how they think. 
Yeah. Um, I'm not looking for something. It doesn't need to be crazy. Doesn't need to be pretty. It doesn't need to be crazy. You know. You know, perfect. I just want to know because in a small startup, you have to, yeah. all you need to do. You need, ever need to do is be complete. Never need to be perfect because yeah. everything about marketing is learning, right? Fast. Totally. So, so I usually put them through an exercise. So usually, like say for example, if I was hiring right now for a marketing coordinator, I would be asking them, okay, I'm about to put, I'm putting on a webinar for my product new launch of Humanly mm-hmm. Voice. And I would love for you to come up with, you know, three different social posts. How, you know, and I and I need to see a semi, some sort of visual, you know, and a headline and what vehicle you think this would be great for. Yeah, I, I do that just for purposes of them being able to explain how they're thinking and yeah. and and how, you know, to really get a sense of, you know, were they able to do this on their own? Because again, independent mm-hmm. thinking and learning in a startup company is yeah. a really important skill set. Um, because you don't have a, t- a team of five, 10, 20 marketing people to bounce ideas off of, mm-hmm. nor usually am I working with an agency at this moment. So again, we got to, I have to find somebody who has just can really hit it out of the ballpark, not hit out of the ballpark, just be able to get things done in a way that makes mm-hmm. very strong sense. That has a little bit of a creative appeal. Um, yeah. And we work and uh, at least get something on a piece of paper down so that we can then collaborate mm-hmm. because where I find, where I well, also try to find. That's the important part, isn't it? So um, you can work together. Mm-hmm. Working together because m- the more ideas being thrown in on, thrown into into the into the fire around creating come up with a series of ad campaigns that mm-hmm. is re- that collaboration becomes really important how well do they take feedback yeah. you know it's like you know those are so those are really important things that i'm always looking for and so i usually try to i'll introduce a small project it shouldn't take them more than 30 minutes um, to even do it. So it's not like I'm asking them to come up with a, you know, and, you know, a, a big strategy of how to, uh, you know, acquire how many XYZ leads. I'm literally just looking for a small little social post because yeah. that tells me. Everything. And I also think that's really courteous because we actually see that a lot in TA at the moment, asking for full strategies and then people never hear back because really they just wanted the uh, And no, so I'm I mean, glad you're not talking about it. I am not going to do that. And I've had that not thrown on me saying, Hey, can you come up with a strategy? Or here is like a series of 20 questions that you can ask. Yeah. I said, you know, you yeah, can pay girl. me, you could, you could pay me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, could, you, you could, you could sign up. We could do an SOW and I will be more than happy to tell you how I will attack this particular project. But at this point, yeah, I, it's important to be able to, to see how they work and that's what i'm trying to observe so yeah totally yeah. thank you that was amazing You're most welcome. Uh, of course because yeah one of my <laughs> favorite humans on the planet um thank you. how can people find bennett sung who i've always called sung <laughs> sung sung i don't know it's english to american um, yeah or even to hawaiian for that matter what's the best way linkedin linkedin it's literally LinkedIn slash in slash Bennett Sunk. Easy. Easy yeah. to find you. Easy to I, find me. I'll link below anyway, but I'm not sure they will carry through it all podcast. 
or you or you just find the the profile picture with the most up to date hair color, which today is it's now all brown, but I know, usually it's vibrant. It is. Oh, Are yeah. you having it done for Pride? Then is it going to happen? Yeah, I will have something done for what Pride. What are we having? Rainbow. No, I never pulled <laughs> that. It's a lot of work. It's a it's a lot of work just to make it two colors, which is usually what it is. But anyways, yeah. no, there'll be some. You know, there'll there'll be something. I'll probably do. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to you know trying to grow and you know mature and you know sometimes I you know colored hair. I just need a break from it. <laughs> yeah. No. Don't grow up anytime soon. No, I'm not. <laughs> Don't worry. That's not going to happen. I'm just going to continue gosh. to have fun. Good. Okay. On that note, thank you so much. You're most for being welcome. On thank the you. Partner Appreciate it. Podcast. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Hiring Partner Perspective Unedited Podcast, proudly supported by the people at WorkDrive. Hopefully, you really enjoyed what you heard and have left feeling inspired. And if so, I would love your help to create real change. Please pass this podcast on to your hiring leaders and other recruiters and HR. Even share it on your social channels if you feel so inclined. But the more reach we can get, the more change we can create. So please remember to subscribe, of course, on your favorite podcast platform. And do come and say hello at Hiring Partner Perspective on Instagram, where I share behind the scenes of what's going on. Until next time. Thank you. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I want to tell you about my podcast called Can I Offer You Some Feedback? I'm a business consultant and executive coach with over 20 years experience in change management, leadership development, and naturally providing feedback to high performers. My podcast is for those of you who have a complicated relationship with feedback, whether giving, receiving, avoiding, or seeking. Feedback is essential for our development. In each episode, you'll hear from real people across industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. I'll also be sharing business bites with you, simple explanations of organizational tools, management techniques, and leadership philosophies that will help you and your businesses thrive. You can listen to Can I Offer You Some Feedback on your favorite podcast app or learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com.